Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome officially to May. If you are listening to this in real time on Tuesday, May 5th, that means yesterday, May 4th, was my birthday. I celebrated my 37th birthday. Oh my God. I do kind of feel a little old saying that. I'm not going to lie. 37 years old. I am so grateful. Another year around the sun. And I have so much to be grateful for. I'm grateful for you guys and this epic community and the business that I get to run that brings me so much joy every day. The incredible women that I get to connect with and help and support every day in our business. My team that I get to work with, my partner in life, Gaytan, my friends, my family, there really is so, so much to be grateful for. Of course, my cats too. I can't leave them out. So I am so grateful for another year on this incredible planet, even though all that is going on right now with this lockdown and coronavirus is a little crazy. Uh, They actually opened up a few more uh, stores here in Ontario. And yesterday I got to celebrate my birthday quarantine style. There really wasn't that much to do. I mean, we went out, ran a few errands. Uh, Gaytan and I just basically celebrated together and it was a really beautiful day. In fact, it was a really beautiful weekend. We did go out and see friends and family and we were around more people this weekend because I'm sure you guys are going stir crazy just as much as we are and wanting to see friends and family. So we broke some quarantine rules this weekend. We're around some friends and family, not like large gatherings or anything like that. Just uh, you know, mom and dad, and um, it was it was really fun. And my parents brought us some. Oh my god, my mom makes like the most delicious homemade soups, but she makes this one specific Portuguese soup called Caldo Verde. And it's basically like pureed potato with kale and chorizo sausage. And it's so good. It's like a real traditional Portuguese soup. Actually, maybe even it's might be even Italian, but um, she she and is and is loaded with so much garlic. It's so good, and she just makes it the absolute best. You know how that is when like your mom or your grandmother just make like the best food, and then you try to replicate it, and it's just not the same. So they, uh, my parents came over yesterday and just dropped off some soup, and uh, which was great, even though it was like the hottest day. It was so beautiful. Sorry, I'm saying yesterday, thinking thinking as though today is Monday, but what I'm talking about is Sunday. Sunday was like the most beautiful day, and they dropped by. They brought us some delicious pizza and they brought us some homemade soup and um it was it was awesome so yeah it was so great to see friends and family and to just spend time outside and be out in the sun and the weather was gorgeous on sunday it was so beautiful there's been so much rain and wind and kind of chilly so i really uh, i just can't wait for the weather to stay nice and warm and hot and sunny consistently cuz again you know i think we're going stir crazy day in inside so yeah and i also want to thank you guys for all the amazing birthday wishes really sweet to hear from all of you on Instagram. So thank you so much for that. And speaking of Instagram, 
do head over there at Holistic Wellness Foodie because I'm doing a birthday giveaway with some amazing CanPrev products. You guys know I love CanPrev and I'm giving away the collagen and their Myco 10 and the Adrenal Chill. There's lots of goodness in the prize pack. So I hope you go and enter and not only you get to win the gift pack and the giveaway, but tag a friend who needs it and deserves it just as much as you do and you will both win. So it is only Canada-wide, our giveaway, because they are not available in the US. But if you are looking to get your hands on any CanPrev products, you can shop naturesource.com, well.ca, naturalnutrition.com. There's some amazing places online that you can shop that do ship to the US. So I do love the Collagen Beauty from CanPrev. And I love their Myco 10, as you guys know, which is a blend of different medicinal mushrooms and some really high antioxidant fruit blends like acerola and acai. And it's just really awesome. So I love that product. And I really wanted to give those two away specifically because as you guys know, I love making my Myco 10, my my mushroom elixir. So you can get the collagen, get the Myco 10, and then you can make an amazing elixir. And then also you can try the Adrenal Chill, which is just such a fantastic product for stress and anxiety, and also really great for supporting thyroid health. So good luck to you. Be sure to head over there at Holistic Wellness Foodie and enter to win. And yeah, sending you sending you winning vibes. And I know when you get the goodies, you are going to love them. All right. So outside of that, I also want to share with you that recently I tried this product from Organifi, the Organifi Gold in Chocolate. So I've tried their greens juice before. I've tried their red juice before and they are delicious. Love them so much. And then I heard about the chocolate and the chocolate, as you guys know, I love my medicinal mushrooms. This has some a blend of some different medicinal mushrooms, but it's got some turmeric in there as well. It's got cinnamon and cacao and organic uh, coconut milk powder, but it also has organic lemon balm and magnesium. And why I love that is because both lemon balm and magnesium are really great for calming the nervous system and they're really great for sleep. So I've been making myself a hot chocolate at night and it's delicious. There is only one gram of sugar in a one scoop serving. And it's so, so good. So in our metabolic reset program, in our weight loss program, we've had a lot of our members and our resetters ask about cravings and what happens at nighttime if they're craving chocolate or want something sweet. And this is the perfect fix. So sometimes I do add a scoop of the Myco 10 from CanPrev in there just to get some extra you know, medicinal goodness in there. You don't have to do that. But I just add a scoop to my mug. I boil some water, put some water in there, and then I'll I'll top it off with a little bit of either some coconut milk or oat milk and just make a really delicious hot chocolate. And I drink it at nighttime about an hour and a half before bed and it's so delicious. And if you're looking for that sweetness and especially something chocolatey, I highly recommend the Organifi Gold in chocolate. It's so good. Plus you're gonna get an amazing blend of superfoods and amazing herbs and it's gonna be really great for sleep and for stress. So head on over to OrganifiShop.com com and you guys can save 15% with the coupon code healthy hormones and it's really fantastic. I know you guys are going to love it. And if you're listening to this and you're a resetter, then this is going to be the perfect fix for you for those evening cravings. It's going to really be great and uh, it's only got that one gram of sugar, which is awesome. All right. So, enough about that. 
let's dive into our episode because today is such a good episode. It is a conversation that we really need to have. And it's something that I talk about a lot, which is water and staying hydrated and why you need to drink more water. I also need to be more conscious of drinking more water myself. It's one of those things that's like some days you do really good and other days not so much. So I invited my friend, Dr. Andrea Maxim, to talk about hyperhydration. And we dive into why you need to drink more water. And I feel like I feel like I sound like a broken record talking about water and why you need to drink it, but I do just feel that it's one of those things that we really do overlook and we just don't really understand the importance of it. So I think you're going to get a lot of value out of it today. You're going to really learn why it's so incredibly important and how it benefits your hormones and your gut health and joint health and and the importance for detoxification. I mean, there's so many important reasons why you want to drink more water. So I really hope today is going to light maybe a bit of a fire under your butt to go drink more water. And it's not just drinking a few glasses of water. Like Dr. Maxim is talking about hyperhydration, which is closer to four liters. And she has a challenge for you that I really hope you're going to take on. So please dive into that challenge. And if you do, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram how your hyperhydration challenge is going for you. I am also going to take it on myself because again, I know the importance of drinking more water and just this one step alone this one thing that you can do is just focus on drinking more water. This one thing alone is going to benefit your health in such a dramatic way. All right. So with that said, let me introduce you to Dr. Andrea Maxim. She is one of Southern Ontario's leading naturopathic doctors and the creator of the Maxim movement, a movement helping people move towards maximizing their digestion, maximizing their hormones, their weight loss, and of course, maximizing their health. Following the foundational needs of the body, Dr. Maxim offers a stepwise program of removing triggers, food sensitivities, heavy metals, stress, environmental toxins, detoxing the body, and then flooding the body with nutrients to get it functioning and healing properly. To support her vision, she wrote a book titled Maximized Health, the new intelligence system for optimal digestion and hormones, and it's available for sale now. You can check out Dr. Maxim on her website at themaximmovement.com, and let's dive into our episode. Really hope you guys enjoy this one. Hi, Andrea. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm happy to have you here again. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Before we dive in, I know you were here like right in the beginning phases when I first launched the podcast. So it's been a while. So share with our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. I am a naturopathic doctor in Southern Ontario, and I created the GAT protocol. So I have all of my patients go through the gut adrenal thyroid protocol in that order because I firmly believe that the gut is kind of the number one place that we always need to address. And then, of course, there's the maximentals as well, which is kind of where we're going to segue today. Maximentals meaning the fundamental things that I think every person needs to be having in their lifestyle and routine. So that is kind of how we approach our patients in a unique way, of course, incorporating functional medicine tests and things like that. Um, but ultimately, it's just uh, like our practice and just being able to 
spread the word to your community and extend it beyond just our office space is really kind of the fundamental fuel that drives us. And so I'm so thankful to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm super thankful to have you here. So when we were talking offline a couple of days ago, we were chatting about hyperhydration. And then that's going to be our topic today, which I'm really excited about because I mean, we talk about hydration a lot on the podcast and I always tell people to drink your water, but mm-hmm. we haven't really dived deeper yeah. into it. So I would love to just start with what does hyperhydration actually mean? Right. So when we talk about water, I think everybody knows that, yeah, I'm supposed to drink water and yeah, water is good for me. But where where I come from is when I'm talking to a patient who is not feeling well, like everybody who's listening, there's an essence of how your body is functioning that could certainly be better. It's not my goal to just like turn on a tap slowly and just have these drops hitting a bucket and hopefully it fills up over time. What I like to do is really sort of like front load our therapy as much as we can to really fill up that bucket. And then our goal is to maintain the amount of water that's in there without overflowing or whatever. So when we are talking about hyperhydration, it's not about just getting a little bit of water in or having a few glasses a day or the recommended eight glasses a day. We're going to talk about getting three to four liters of water every single day. And that is a healthy amount of water for any female. For men, they can do closer to six to eight liters. So the first thing that I know as soon as people hear me say that, they're like, frig, there is no way that is like (laughs) way too much water. I'm just going to be living in the bathroom or, you know, is too much water toxic to my body? And the answer is this. Most of the symptoms that you have, most of the complaints that you have can be resolved or at least improved by hyperhydration. So every single element of your body, including every single one of your cells, requires water to allow for fluid exchange. Your brain is like 80% water. And so if you're suffering from brain fog, fatigue, just... um, you know, your memory just isn't as sharp as it used to be, I encourage you to try water as one of the big steps that you start to incorporate in your lifestyle. If with regards to your hormones, there's a lot of inflammation happening, maybe it's a cyclical issue, maybe you're having um, issues with heavy bleeding or cramping or pain, every single, um, or I should take a step back, your uterus is one big muscle and muscle requires water to be able to flex and contract and, um, expel things, which is what's happening on our monthly cycle. But any source of inflammation will cause your hormones to become imbalanced. And water is the first thing that we should be going to. If your house was on fire, what would you throw on that fire to make the fire go out? You're not going to throw food on the fire. You're not going to (laughs) throw supplements on the fire. You would throw water on the fire. And it is such a simple concept, but people automatically go to the more complex, the harder things, and we're bringing it right back to simple fundamentals. And beyond that, if we're talking about your immune system, which is more important than ever before right now, your lungs are 80 to 85% water in order for them to expand and expel um, mucus or um, any debris that shouldn't be in there. They require water to do that. Your lymphatic system, which is where your immune system lives, it is one big fluid pipe. So think of it like a pipe in your house. If it's getting 
clogged up or sluggish or because there isn't enough fluid there, then your immune system also isn't going to be as effective as we want it to be. So think of any single issue that's going on in your body. And I would challenge you to try 10 days of hyperhydration and tell me it did not improve. Like, I'll just leave it at that. Lo- yeah, I love, okay, <laughs> end, end of podcast. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Okay, that's so great. And I'm assuming that this became like a really big thing for you to focus on because you probably had so many patients that, you know, a lot of similar symptoms showing up and also noticing similarly, they're all not drinking enough water. Right. Yeah. Awesome. I, I think I, I can count on one hand the number of patients that actually show up on the first visit and are drinking adequate amounts of water. Like that's, that's how much of a problem that this is. Totally. Oh, I absolutely. And I feel like I talk about a lot of the fundamentals on this podcast and I feel like every time I talk about them, you know, sleep, moving your body, water, like basically all these free things, people just roll their eyes Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Mm -hmm. they don't realize the importance of it, Yeah, but they really are important. Okay. So can we talk about the importance of hydration for detoxification? Absolutely. All right. So the best, um, I love to use as much as I can. I try to make visuals for people. So bear with me, but I like to think of the liver like a sponge. So if that liver is completely full of crap and stuff that we've been exposed to good or bad, um, the more full a sponge becomes, unless you're actually wringing it out and helping it kind of, um, rinse out, it's just going to, the sponge becomes absolutely useless, right? So we need to be filling up that sponge, wringing it out daily, and then rinse and repeat. So what we also do with sponges is they get dirty really quickly. So we usually rinse them under a tap to clean out the sponge so that it can be effective at cleaning again. The fluid again, the water again, is going to help to rinse and um, clean up that sponge so that your liver will be more effective on a daily basis. So the other thing that we can talk about is the two elimination, well, there's four elimination pathways for the body. So there's breath, meaning as you are exercising, you're expelling toxins through your breath. You are sweating it out through the skin. Sweat innately requires water. But then the two big um, elements are your um, urine and your bowel movements. Your large intestine is completely controlled by how hydrated your body is. If you are dehydrated, then your body will reserve all of the fluid that it has to maintain your organs and not provide you with that beautiful toothpaste stool that we want to have. So the more dehydrated you are, the more likely you are to be constipated. Now, people will say, well, I'm going every single day. I'm obviously not constipated. I challenge that as well. So if it is not like a beautiful toothpaste, like ringer, like picture worthy (laughs) bowel movement, you're most likely more on the constipated side. Or if it's too runny, then there's something else that's going on. So it's not necessarily hydration that's the problem. But from a urination perspective, the urine is also a huge source to get rid of a lot of heavy metals and water-based toxins. So we need to be constantly flushing out the bladder. Um, So again, hydration is going to like significantly help with all of that. Okay. That's amazing. I love that analogy. That was really, I I like how you share that because it, I am, I'm totally visual and I'm sure a lot of listeners are too. So what about if you're drinking coffee, if you're drinking tea, where does that play a role? 
I will never take caffeine or alcohol away from anybody. I I just ask that you drink responsibly. And what I mean by that is if our goal is to get you to three to four liters per day, and we will walk you through how this is possible where it doesn't seem overwhelming. Um, If our goal is to get you to three to four liters per day and you have, let's say, um, 500 mils, so half a liter of coffee o- over the course of the day. Every time you have a cup of coffee or a caffeinated tea, you are minusing against our ultimate total. Every time you have a glass of wine, every time you have um, like a shot of alcohol, I love gin and sparkling water. So that is like my go-to, but awesome. <laughs> um, every ounce of alcohol is also a, a negative against your water consumption. So people will... Um, Say, you know, I'm drinking eight glasses of water and then I'll say, oh, well, how much coffee are you having? They're like, I'll probably have two medium to large cups over the course of the day. And I said, okay, so basically you're having zero amount of water. So now on top of the eight glasses you've been having, the coffee just negated all of that. So now you're starting from scratch. And I think that's the piece that people are constantly forgetting is that, yes, there is water in wine. Yes, there is water in tea and coffee, but the innate principle of those drinks are very dehydrating. So we have to be, again, drinking responsibly one for one at the very least. So what about a herbal tea, peppermint, chamomile, same thing? Yep. Oh, those are, okay. Mm -hmm. It's just the caffeine that is the dehydrating component. Right. Okay. Got it. So for, where do I want to go? There's so many questions I have for you right now. So if someone is chugging water, Mm -hmm. right? So, okay. They had their two cups of coffee or whatever it is. And now they're like, oh, now I got to make up for all this water. So I'm just going to drink a liter of water right now. Yeah. Like what's the deal with that? Is that actually working? Right. Okay. So why don't I lay out how I would recommend getting the hyperhydration piece down? So here's the thing. The only time I encourage patients and um, anybody who's listening, I use the term patients, clients, whatever. Um, The only time I recommend chugging a huge amount of fluid is as soon as you wake up. And here's why. When you are sleeping, let's say you're sleeping six to eight hours, you are in bed, you are not drinking, you're not getting any food in. So your body innately is getting dehydrated. And what is the first thing we do when we wake up? We go to the bathroom. So all of that fluid has now been removed from the system. Usually the first drink we start to have is coffee or Mm -hmm. tea. So now we're adding to that dehydration. So my recommendation is this. As soon as you wake up, as you're puttering around downstairs, getting your coffee maker going, turning on your kettle, getting your makeup on, you know, just getting your clothes ready, getting yourself ready for the day, I encourage you to find the biggest glass that you can and literally drink as much of that as you can, as quickly as you can. And a great reference to this is if anybody has a dog, um, my dog, I have a uh, huge German shepherd. The first thing he does when he wakes up is he goes to his water dish and he drinks and I will sit on the couch and it'll be like minutes later and he's He's still still drinking. And I'm like, I don't understand how you could be so thirsty, but it's for the same principles. Right. So he's been sleeping all night and he needs to hyperhydrate in the morning. So what that's going to do is that's going to turn on your metabolism. That's going to get your lymphatic system going. That's going to get your bowels moving. That's going to give you energy to your brain, your lungs, muscles, joints, like people that are waking up achy and stiff. The hydration is going to help to relieve that. And so this is the only time we're going to chug a huge amount. So 500 mils to a thousand mils. So half a liter to one liter. 
Then you go on and do whatever you want to drink, whatever you want to. Um, but then I ask of everybody to sip on water, another liter from breakfast to lunchtime, sip on another liter from lunchtime to dinner time, and sip on another liter from dinner time to bedtime. So long as it doesn't impact your ability to stay asleep. And by sipping on water, basically these are the two things that you need to be remembering. It, you have to be in the vicinity of water always. You should have a cup of water in front of you at all times. Anytime you think of, oh, look, let me take a step back. So you should have water with you in the console of your car. You should have a bottle of water with you all the time. And you can sip on that maybe a couple sips every hour. And that will amount to a liter over a three to four hour time span. Right. The other thing is, is when you think about it, you drink. So if... Uh, I'm thinking about it right now. It's right, on exactly. my desk right now. We, so we should all be drinking water. In fact, I bet people will drink the most amount of water over this podcast than mm-hmm. any other podcast you do because we're talking Agreed. about it so much. Yes. Um, so what I what I mean by that is the thirst signal in your body is so subtle that it's literally like this. I'm thirsty. <sighs> and then that's it. The hunger signal is massive. You you can't get away from it. But so often times we think we're hungry and we're actually thirsty. We think we need food, but we actually need water or hydration. So we have to start re-engaging with that thirst signal and acknowledging that we're listening. So anytime it even crosses your brain, oh, I haven't had water in a little while, find a way to get it in you. As we're talking about it, you should all be, everyone who's listening right now, sipping on water as we're going through this show. But anytime you're sort of like you look at a glass of water, you should be drinking. Those are all signs that your body is actually telling you I'm thirsty, but it just doesn't have this magnitude like hunger does. So if you can just, again, keep water in your vicinity all the time. And anytime you think you drink, you'll crush it. And you'll find that after even doing three to four liters of water over the next couple of days, you will be surprised at how much your body is craving it. And this is the funny thing is as people start to drink more water, they're like, how could I possibly still be thirsty? And it's because you've been dehydrated for so long that the body is finally, finally like, hallelujah, you're finally listening. I don't know why it took you years to do this, Mm -hmm. but now we're going to like focus on this and you will find that that thirst signal gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah, absolutely. I think of times where like I've had massage therapy or acupuncture or something like that and they can just feel your skin and know like, oh, you're dehydrated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So a few things, urine, should we be looking at our urine and whether it's really light? Cause I know some of my clients would be like, well, I had, you know, my urine, I didn't really drink a lot of water today. I had tea all day. My mm-hmm. urine is still clear. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't really ask people to do that because I don't want there to be any excuse for you not to drink um, the amount of water that I'm asking you to do. Right. So the more clear that it is, um, the better. Great. If you find that there is a level of urgency in the beginning, there will be. But let's also think about it from this perspective. We spend so much time sitting that if you have to go to the bathroom every hour to void a little bit, it's just making you get up and get your steps anyway, right? So um, it, I wouldn't go so far as to look at the color of the urine. If it's still pale, it doesn't mean you don't need to drink the water. You still do. Certainly if it's more darker or more concentrated, there's definitely an issue. But let's also take a step 
back and reflect on where the sources of water are also coming from. So if you are having herbal tea, that counts. If you are having homemade soup that is low sodium, that counts. If you're having a smoothie, the water in your smoothie counts. If you're having a protein shake, the water in your protein shake counts. So I just don't want people to think because this will be a, an objection. Yes. Is I sure. hate the taste of plain water. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, it doesn't have to be plain. You can infuse it with mint or ginger or berries if you want to. The point is, is it just can't be dehydrating. Right. And that's where just the coffee, the caffeinated tea and the alcohol comes from. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. What do you say to the people who are like, I just don't like water? Well, here's the other thing, if I can elaborate on that as well, is when people say I'm either not thirsty or I don't enjoy water or I don't really feel like I need to drink, I encourage you to understand that this is a massive red flag, that your body is so dehydrated, that you have ignored that thirst signal for so long that it's literally just like dimmed out and we need to reignite that. So there's no human on this planet who should not enjoy or need or desire water. And if it's become so long that you haven't hydrated your body and now you don't even want it or desire it or even like the taste of it, it's actually a sign that there's a huge problem. Um, Because as I mentioned, like it's just science, right? Almost every single aspect of your body needs water. And so for your body not to need it is is completely backwards. It's just that you've ignored it for so long. And this, you know, seven to 10 day hyperhydration challenge is going to reawaken that. And you'll be like, oh, (laughs) my bad. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you kind of um, start to reap those rewards. I'm so doing this challenge with my community. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay, so what about water soluble vitamins, vitamin B, vitamin C? Mm-hmm. If you're taking those, are you then like peeing them all out? Should you take more of them? What does that look like? I don't think the amount of water you have in your body shouldn't dilute any um, nutrients that you're taking. Your body will still take what it needs. And again, remember, we're not chugging huge amounts of water when we're taking our vitamins. We're just trying to re-nourish every single aspect of the body. So the body is still going to take in and um, take and use or reject what it needs or doesn't need. Right. And just going back to the whole, like, I'm going to pee all day. Yeah. I'm sure one of the things, it, like the, one of the biggest issues is people thinking like, well, I'm just going to be waking up all night mm-hmm. during the night to pee. Like, just, so prove just to deal me with that, it. That, prove to me that that happens. <laughs> okay. Right? So everyone will always create all of these stories or yes. objections as soon as we have this conversation. And they're like, well, I don't have time to, or this is going to be a problem. I'm like, prove it. Yep. Do it for one day. Like start on a weekend. And if you end up having a bad sleep the one night, then please don't have that final liter of water before bed. Right. But don't start making up stories to yourself before you actually try it because it might be a non-issue. Totally. I love that. I love (laughs) your honesty. Well, let's just get real, right? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Okay. So what about water quality and water sourcing? Mm. To be honest, again, I am a huge proponent of don't make it more complicated than it has to be. If if what prevents you from hydrating your body is because you don't have like the perfect distilling system or you're not getting it from purified water, I mean, I just don't care. Right. I just want you to get the water <laughs> in. If it comes from the tap, it comes from the tap. If you have like 
the most expensive Kangen alkaline water system, fantastic. We have a water softener. That's about as far as our distillation goes in our house. And I drink that freely. Um, Soda streams count. Bubbly water is fine. So even if it's coming from like bottled water, it's still water, right? So I'm not even going to go down that path. Of course, there is better than others. But yes. I again, I just don't want to create any obstacles that are unnecessary. Right. Like just get it in you in whatever way works for you and your budget. Right. Yeah. Like just start where you're at basically. Yeah. And then from there you can you can up the upgrade your your water quality. Exactly. Okay. So in the morning, hot water with lemon, that's still okay. Great. Okay. And then what about using the sauna, exercising? So if you said earlier, women should focus on anywhere from three to four liters and men can probably go anywhere from six to eight. Mm-hmm. So say for myself, say I'm already getting in four liters a day and mm-hmm. I'm adding an exercise and a sauna on top of that. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? My suggestion would be at that point, just feel out what your body needs because yes, exercising and the saunas and anything like that, that produces sweat is going to have water expel from the body. But coming back to our original question, that's also improving your detoxification because we've now added all of that extra water. So if you feel dehydrated, of course, drink more. But again, what we're just asking you not to do is to chug obscene amounts of water if your body doesn't need it. So if you are getting that three to four liters per day, regardless of what your activity level looks like, that's still an optimal amount. If your body is craving more, then don't ignore those signals, right? It's giving you that signal for a reason. You just don't need to go crazy. And the big reason for the discrepancy between genders is because men are more, um, they have more uh, muscle on their frame and they typically are larger than a female. So um, all that fluid, that extra fluid is going into their muscles. It's going into um, account for their size. So, you know, it's just more of a, a guideline. Right. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Like I noticed just for myself personally, if I don't drink enough water after the sauna, there are some nights where in the middle of the night I'm getting like leg cramps. Sure. And then I know Oh yeah, I I didn't I didn't get enough in. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And can we talk about some essential minerals just overall that are really important for hydration? Well, basically anything that would count as an electrolyte is something that you could add to your fluid. And that was the first thought that came to mind when you talked about the sauna is the leg cramps aren't necessarily from dehydration. It's usually a lack of minerals. So magnesium is obviously a great go-to. Anytime we can add a little bit of natural sea salt to our water that improves the hydration and acts as a natural electrolyte. And then on top of that, you could certainly look at potassium, whether it's coming from a food source or I know a lot of people are doing potassium tablets every day, depending on their diet that they're on. Um, But even just looking for an electrolyte powder or shake or something that's kind of like chock full of all of the water soluble vitamins and minerals is a really easy way to go. I know at some health food stores and I'm sure online, you can buy mineralizing drops that you can add to your water to remineralize it, depending on whether it's reverse osmosis or if it's really distilled or, um, 
filtered water. So you can always get those drops as well. And um, that's a really great point because for some individuals, they will start drinking a lot of this water and it ends up causing um, water retention or bloating or swelling outside of the cell. And therefore we know that there's something going on with that exchange where the cell walls aren't absorbing that water. So adding in those extra minerals, a little pinch of salt with every glass of water you have, um, something like that will actually help to drive more of that fluid inside the cell instead of outside because outside is going to cause like the leg swelling or that feeling of just being bloated or just feeling like you're retaining water. Um, And it's not because you're drinking too much water. It's because the water isn't getting into the cells or into the tissues. Yeah. We always have electrolyte powder on hand because we have Mm -hmm. an infrared sauna at home. So every time after the Mm -hmm. sauna, I just load up on those electrolytes or some really good quality sea salt. So yeah. Awesome. All right. Those are pretty much all the questions I have for you. Is there anything else really important that maybe I miss that you want to dive into specifically with hyperhydration? Share with me. Yeah. Honestly, the biggest thing that I just want people to do is, as I said before, get as soon as you wake up, before you do anything else, get that first big glass of water in and try to drink it as quickly as you can. The um, chugging Exercise for me is difficult. I can't really chug water very well. Neither can I. (laughs) But yeah, so at least like get it into within like a half an hour period, you know, kind of um, make that strategy. And then feel free to drink whatever you want to, but again, just drink responsibly. One for one, sip on your water all day, have it in your um, have it in your sights. I know a lot of people that have the soda stream we do. That's an 800 ml bottle right there. So I have it in front of me all the time. It's filled up. I add the bubbles or not. And just having it in my sights, it's amazing how much I drink. And I'm just like, how could I have possibly drank this much water and still be dehydrated? Not dehydrated, but still be thirsty. Right. And it's just because that's what your body needs. But you also touched on even like the skin and this is all about healthy hormones and looking beautiful. Well, your skin is going to look so much more supple and youthful and have this glow to it because the hydration is also going to plump up wrinkles and fill out the skin and make it a lot more um, bouncy and elastic. So there's so many positive things that I just don't want people, again, um, repeating myself, don't come up with excuses until you actually try it and try it during a time where you can. I mean, depending on when this podcast comes out, and it probably doesn't even matter, most of us are spending a lot of time at home. So you're within, you know, an earshot of the washroom if you need to go or whatever. So just try it and try it for seven to 10 days and then get back to me and Samantha and tell me if it didn't work, I would be absolutely shocked. If I, you I notice that you're waking up feeling better, your energy levels are up, your metabolism is up, your hunger levels are down, your cravings are down because again, it's more thirst signal than it is hunger, but we just choose food. Um, that you're sleeping deeper, that your bowel movements are picture worthy. Like these are all of the things that you can expect to see improvements on. So what else have you got to lose? I mean, we are totally. so fortunate to be in a developed country where water is free and it is the easiest resource for you to get your hands on. And yet we want to make it more complicated. So just make it simple, like keep it simple, silly, you know, like the old, the old phrase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And although you said it in the nice way, (laughs) because I've heard it the other way. So, um, you know, a lot of women, especially because I do a lot of weight loss Mm -hmm. and when I tell them like, you just got to focus on your water right now, they, they're like, no, there's no, there's how is that really going to impact my metabolism and me losing weight. Can you maybe expand on that a little bit? 
So basically, and I don't know the, the entire biology behind it, but when you're flooding your body with water, think of where the water is going, right? It's going into your mouth. It's going into your stomach. It's going all the way through your intestinal tract. So when you are putting something into your mouth, it's activating those, um, like your digestion, it's activating your, your body is getting ready to digest food. The fact that it's water just makes it way easier. So oftentimes we'll find that it will actually stimulate your metabolism and get your body digesting things better because it's now primed and working as opposed to not having enough fluids and just having food. Um, and then the other thing is, is it's just so filling. Like it seems like such, again, like it's just a liquid, it's water. It's not going to fill me up. It does. And everybody knows that it does when they drink a lot of water. They're like, yeah, I don't even have room for anything right now. And it's because your body didn't need that food. It just didn't need it. But you just weren't listening to the right signal. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm not really like a snacker. And there are times where I'm like going to the fridge and I'm just like looking for something. Right. And Gaetan is always on it. He's like, did you drink enough water? Right. Oh, I just want to strangle you right now. But yeah, you're so right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is so true. And then I think just from like an inflammatory standpoint, I mean, it, it's water is helping to lubricate your joints. I think about so many people who are dealing with arthritis or, you know, having issues getting in and out of their car, walking up the stairs, like, I can guarantee in the next 10 days we take on the challenge, like you will feel a world of a difference. Yeah. I've seen it happen. Oh, for sure. And so would you say like if somebody is starting right now with like, oh, I may be only getting in like 500 mils a day, Mm -hmm. are we diving right in to Mm -hmm. aim for that four liters or, okay. All right. I love it. Let's go for it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wonderful. This was (laughs) so good. And I love that we just did this like short and sweet, mm-hmm. like this is going to be an amazing challenge for people. Yeah, And I, I really want to hear back from people. So come find us over on Instagram. And speaking of Instagram, like where can our audience find you and connect with you if they have any questions? Yeah. On Facebook, the Maxim Movement is my Facebook page. And then if you wanted to go to our website, it's themaximmovement.com. Amazing. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Well, thank you so much for sharing this today. I know people are picking up their water right now and they're drinking and I just hope it's really going to last, myself included. (laughs) Yeah. So that's amazing. Thanks so much for being here today. We'll chat soon. My pleasure. Take care. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into our episode today. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I think we all just need a reminder sometimes of the importance of drinking more water. It's the simple things. I know I really needed this episode and I am definitely going to increase my water intake starting today and focus on that for maybe five liters a day. And we are going to see how that goes. I will keep you posted and please take on the hyperhydration challenge yourself. Connect with myself and Dr. Maxim over on Instagram. You can find her at Andrea Maxim ND and let us know how it's going. We're here for you. We want to support you and just really help to keep you accountable. So sharing it is really one way to keep yourself accountable. So do let us know how it's going and share your pictures and your challenge with us. I really would love to see how it's working out for you guys. I'll be sure to post it on my Instagram as well. So good luck for taking on the hyperhydration challenge. I can't wait to see how you guys feel 
feel just a couple of days in. I know it's going to make such a huge impact. And outside of that, we would love if you can leave us a rating and a review. If you haven't done so yet, you can do that on any podcast platform. And we love, love to read your reviews. It means so, so much to me. And thank you so much for that. It means a lot and it really helps more women to find our show, which is what we're really here for, is to support more women globally. And if you feel that there's any friends and family or women and men, anybody in your life that you feel could benefit from today's episode, I would love it if you can share it with them. Thanks for tuning in today. Connect with you guys over on Instagram and good luck with your hyperhydration challenge. Chat with you guys next week.